Well, they've just put too many Instagram filters on. Yeah. Like smushy face people on, um, or what are you referring to as the smushy face type on, uh, like dating apps. We're like, I don't know if you have a nose. Hello and welcome to the Omcast. My name is Dom. There's one half of the Omcast joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello in piano. Was... Yeah. It's behind, it's the, it's the words you're not saying. That's the main thing. Exactly. Exactly. It's the notes you're That would have playing. been far better than hello in piano. Yeah. Anyway, tonight we're talking about Soul, the new Pixar film released on Disney Plus and starring Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey and Graham Norton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Soul. Um, it's been delayed for a while. It was originally meant to come out, obviously, like in cinemas um, earlier this year. Um, and Disney decided to release it um, worldwide on Christmas Day on their on Disney Plus. Um, they've learned their lesson from the Mulan fiasco, um, and they haven't made it a pay to watch or pay to rent or anything like that. It's just free to anyone who's a subscriber of Disney Plus. Yeah, and um, that was kind of always going to be the way, wasn't it? Like, didn't they say well, that know. Mulan I've... was going to be the only one, or they were going to trial it with Mulan? Didn't they? I think Mulan was, yeah, that was definitely them testing the war. If Mulan had done better, I think they would have done the same thing for this um, or yeah. other things they had. Um, but then, yeah, I think it, it, it was definitely the right call. Um, and I know, like, from talking to people generally this year, people think, oh, what, you know, what do you watch at Christmas? What's Christmas telly? Generally, there's not a lot on. So it's a case of people go, I'm probably going to watch that Pixar film at some point. And almost everyone I know has, like, said, oh, we're watching that on Boxing Day or we're watching that whenever. Um, yeah, I watched it yesterday, Boxing Day night. Yep, yeah, same. We'd we'd put it aside for Boxing Day, and we're like, right, we're going to make sure that we watch it then. Yeah, yeah. It was like basically our Chris, our Boxing Day was well. Following the recent announcements, our Boxing Day was rescheduled to watch Soul. Yeah, exactly. Especially yeah. Okay, so those of you who don't know, in the UK, um, a lot of the countries now been put placed into um, a higher tier, uh, tier four whereby basically is essentially lockdown. Um, you can't go yeah, anywhere, you can't do anything. Um, yeah. So, and that, that announcement got made literally a day, you know, on Christmas Eve, wasn't it, or the day before? Day before um, Christmas Eve, yeah. And they just went, right, as of Boxing Day, everything's shut. So anyone that had any plans to go and do anything on Boxing Day, um, it was off. <laughs> so that means it's probably got even more viewership than it was going to get anyway. Um, leading us to further further into our theory that the whole coronavirus was orchestrated by the Disney Corporation to get people to stay inside and watch their platform. Agreed. Um, there you go. Right. There you go. That, that's out there in the ether now we've said it. Yeah. <laughs> I've stood by it since day one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so this is so I remember when the first trailers and stuff coming out for it, I was excited. This looked like a proper, because it was like a, it's a Pixar film, but it was like one of their conceptual pieces, like um, Inside Out. Inside Out, basically. It's the, yeah, it's the one that's always going to get compared to is like Inside Out. Um, or you know things like um, Up and Wooly, where there are a lot more. Yeah, it's all about the concept is the whole point, um, and that's what this felt like, as opposed to stuff like Onward, which was more like a window dressing, like family story. Much as we both liked Onward, and that might have been the last, one of the last things we saw um, before everything kicked off. Actually, it was because that came out in March. I think it was. Yeah. Um, and now here we come back at the end of the year, and here's another offering for Pixar. So, what do we think <laughs> of Soul? Uh, I loved it. Yeah, I really loved it. Like it, I would say it's probably not um, 
probably t- I'm not going to say, you know, obviously, I don't think it's the best one that they've ever done. Right. Uh, but I think it's certainly up there among one of the best, especially for some of the messaging that it contains as well. Um, the way that it deals with certain themes and topics as tactfully and respectfully as it does. Yeah. I think it's really, really great. And it's not what you'd expect. No, it's not. It's, um, yeah, and it doesn't offer any easy, like, it, it's great at offering some answers or, you know, or explaining things, having concepts in there, visualising all the rest of it, but at the same time being grown up enough to be sort of vague and, well, not vague, but, like, allowing you to do the work yourself. It doesn't spell things out. Um, yeah. And to me, in a lot of ways, it felt like a grown-up, the, the, the next a grown-ups um, inside out, if you like. So inside out is about a child's brain and a child's mentality and letting go of childhood. This is more about an adult's life and looking back on it and, and what makes up a personality and all those sort of concepts. It's kind of like, and there are things in it that are just left hanging that like for, for an adult audience are things that you will ponder, but for a kid, it will just go straight over their head. So I feel like this one was more aimed towards the Pixar adult audience, if you like. Yeah. I think um, there are there are things that exist within this that would be sort of kid friendly and oh yeah I, I mean, think the, it's the, less anything to do with the cat for a start. Yep, I think it's less um, neon, for lack of a better term. Like Inside Out and some of these other films are very neon, very bright, really um, cartoony, and there are facets of that within this, but it's it's very much offset with quite a lot of darkness in places as well. Yeah, I, for me, there like, are quite was... ominous themes that exist within this film. Yeah, that are really, really sort of beautifully dealt with, and sort of the visual language that they hold is incredible. Oh, I, I love. Yeah, just I remember when I was watching it, um, and it got to that point fairly early on where you. Um, you go into another world, should we say? We'll get into the plot in a minute. But when you get when mm. that happened, and I realized like the, the visual style of it, I was like, "Holy shit!" And I just turned every light off I could possibly find, and mm-hmm. just like I tried to as best I could replicate like the cinema because I was like, "Oh my god, this looks amazing!" And I wish <laughs> yeah. I was watching it in the cinema right now. Same. Um, and I like I put my phone away because it was like when characters pop up, I don't want to look at them up on IMDb because I wouldn't do that if I was sat in the cinema. So I'm not going to do it now. And that's the yeah. kind of, that I tried to keep that attitude because it it looks incredible, and I just love the the world that they built, and it's similar to the way they did it with Inside Out, where they they have a a visualization of an as, abstract concept, um, and that this is like that take to the nth degree, and it's so beautiful to look at and so well done. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, and you sit there and you go, "This is this this is something that I hadn't even sort of comprehended before," yeah, and now I'm like. Yeah, well, of course it's that. Yeah, it's like and it all just, everything's so well thought out, and everything links into one another. Um, and we're sort of, we're getting away from the point, really. We'll explain some of the things that we're talking about. Um, so basically, the idea of the film is just it is a a guy played by Jamie Fox, who is a musician, um, is about to you know gets the gig of his life, and then falls down a manhole cover and has this near death experience. Essentially, is what it happens. Well, yeah, I mean, in the he he the uh, trying to think. So the trailer does a really good job in just going, "Here's this guy. He's walking across the street one day and he dies." Yeah, and you just Definitely. go, "Yeah, whoa, okay." And then you realise that it's like it's like this musically themed piece, and um, 
it's such a simple concept. It's about a man dying and what happens after that. Yeah, and then they go. So then we have this whole, con, you know, this, and there's a whole like ecosystem of this is how the afterlife works in this world in this Pixar yeah. sort of imagine, and that is the whole concept. It's like he's he's trying, you know, he ends up on this big escalator to the great beyond, which is presumably whatever what the actual afterlife is. This is like some sort of holding pan. Yeah, and like not accepting his death, he sort of runs from it and comes to this place where. It's the place where souls are made, and you get a soul, yeah. and then souls then go to Earth to presumably be born into babies and then live a life on Earth. Yeah. Um, but you see, like the making of a soul, and souls go to these different, like you go, you go into the uh, the extrovert pavilion, and then become a bit of an extrovert, and then they'll yeah. it. Um, and then they've got this whole concept of the spark. This is that one little tiny piece of your soul that is the thing you'll put on the Earth to do, or the thing that inspires you, the thing that you love. Um, mm. and it's oh god it's so well done i love it i love it so. and that's the thing like, i don't want to risk spoiling anything here because yeah. the way that it deals with so much of this is done in a like you, like you say though this really abstract way in it this really sort of inacademic way where you sort of go right this this isn't what i thought but this makes sense yeah like so, all of it feels rational rational and all of it feels understanding and all of it feels very clever and so tightly woven and yeah it's just it sort of blew my mind because i was like this is this like i was transfixed all throughout and the fact that it was a film that i was watching at home i had my phone next to me and i didn't look at it once no yeah i didn't go to the bathroom i didn't look at it once my girlfriend asked if i was okay at one point (laughs) and i was like i'm just really enjoying this film yeah like really really enjoying this film and uh yeah i loved it and it's it's so smartly done but one of the things that i also want to talk about is obviously it's pixar yeah so not only is it like dealt with and created and like from an emotionally beautiful standpoint like just such, such this amazing way of dealing with things and uh recognizing these uh, emotional facets that exist within the world and being able to deal with them in a really open and honest way without sounding contrived it also is visually spectacular like oh, yeah. the animation I mean, itself yeah um that, that was the thing for me when we went into this into that world uh, because already the, the human world looks amazing and it, it blows my mind when i think about it in the fact that they're able to do this now and then you think about do you remember, like in the original Toy Story, when they like how what, they were trying desperately to stay away from human characters because they couldn't do them very well? Yeah, and like Sid was like absolute nightmare fuel because it was just this dead-eyed like. And now they're like emoting like the really subtle emotions onto this like animated Jamie Fox face and having difficult conversations with his mother, and it feels like there are real people in the room. That's how far they've come in terms of their yeah. animation is, and that's not even that's just the Earth stuff. That's before we even get into the the soul realm and the way that looks and the way but that not operates. even that like, as simple as the fact that that our primary character is a pianist yeah is a musician and is a pianist and you look at the hands the way that he does his his hands are made in like a perfect way and you go oh my god like this is i was transfixed like pretty much every second of this film yeah was like 
the the way that the, there's a moment where somebody lies on a grate and the and you know a subway carriage yeah. comes through underneath and the air gets blown up and it's like everything moves in a really like natural way and organic way and the the way that he they even look at like the way that light comes through leaves and like oh, yeah, seed the, pods falling and the all of these things thing blows my mind because like, again the seed like there are like props in this that become focal points like the seed pod and you look at the seed pod and like you can see every individual like vein in it yeah like it's just the level of detail is just absolutely ridiculous exactly um, but then they also have this like yeah like i love the all the stuff they do in the in the you know the the soul world if you like yeah. Because it's all these like, yeah, everything looks like it's all technicolor and like abstracts and stuff. But like, even there's something along the lines of like, the outlines of the characters are a little bit fuzzy because you yeah. can't really tell where they end and where it's just like this glowing. There's no clear end to them, and it's just like how it'd be so difficult to get that balance right. And they just they nail it. I love it. I love it. It's yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Like the the voice cast as well. Like actually, one other thing that I want to talk about is at some point there is, and this isn't a spoiler. You meet a character called Jerry. <laughs> okay, yeah. and Jerry is well. Jerry is played by um, Alice Braga. But, is that which which is it? Jerry or Terry? You're talking about. Jerry. Right. So we've got Jerry, and then yeah. there's Jerry, and Jerry, and yeah. Terry. But there is one Terry, yeah. There is one Terry. Um, uh, yeah, and is so all the Jerry's and the Terry's are um, played by different actors and actresses. Um, the Alice Braga one is the way that you're introduced to this character in this world, and you just go you've animated in 3d space a single dimensional character like Ale- yeah. uh, like jerry exists as like a mobius strip yeah it, like, uh, just, just looking at it because i'm in, in and she has this like throwaway line about i mean in some sort of form that your human body can like understand but i'm completely conceptual like you, there's no way of actually grasping yeah. what i am so this is the closest yeah. i have but it's like they say it's like that it's one dimensional yeah and it's just that's it. That's that's all that matters, and that's the genius of it. Is it, it's telling you that this stuff is irrelevant. So they're like, this is irrelevant, but we're, so we're going to do this in a very basic way, so you don't really have to think about it. But it's extraordinarily complicated because they are animating a one-dimensional character in a three D realm in just this beautiful way that's so striking. But at the same time, so soft and sort of comforting as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but also Terry uh, is played by Rachel House. I think it's yeah. Rachel House, who played uh, Topaz in Thor. Yeah. So is she from um, Into the World. Of, um... Yeah, Into the World. She played Auntie Paula in yeah. Hunt for the World of People. Hunt for the, Hunt for the World of People. Yeah, the, that's what I thought. I was like, yeah, even like the little like bun they give her, a pack of bread. I'm like, I think that's who that is, isn't it? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, I could listen to her read the phone book. I just, yeah. her voice is just silked me. But um, yeah, and it's just this amazing performance because she's just, yeah, like like we're talking about this character that's conceptual and one dimensional, and she's got this one focus, and that's what she does. Yeah, 
And that's what she wants to do throughout the whole thing. And then same with Jerry and Jerry and Jerry, you know, and like there, there's, there are points when they emote about certain things, but it's never, they're never like, oh, never knowingly overstated sort of thing. No. And I think they, they do a really good job of like dry, driving that fine line between sort of spiritualism without ever getting like, there's no um, conversation Theology. about yeah no, no exactly no theology no religion it's all just completely secular but they don't even come close to even talking about any of that um which is the yeah the right thing to do i guess isn't it it's, the, it's inclusive it's not you know it's not a, a preachy thing in any way and it would be easy to do that like the questions would be you know well who put these who put terry here where did you yeah. come from and but they don't get into that because it's not important no, don't it's, not important. it's not important it's not important to joe and it's not important to 22 uh who are the main two characters so we've got yeah, yeah joe joe gardner who's the guy played by jamie fox who's having this experience um and discovering all this who we go through everything through his eyes and then we have the other character is 22 who is this sort of renegade soul who they keep trying to like get their because they, they the idea of these souls is that they need their final piece to be able to go on and have a life and get paired up yeah. with a body and this soul has been around for like hundreds of because the, the idea is that they're all numbered so like the next one is like four you know like some infinite ridiculous trillion number or whatever it was yeah it's like um, billion million hundred thousand thousand hundreds yeah. but then there's this one that's been around yeah. since the very beginning because it's just called 22 it's the second is the 22nd <laughs> soul ever created <laughs> yeah. and they can't get rid of it because it's just and, and they have this great the great like cutaway gather keep going back to which is again another thing that is like quite grown up i think is the all the different mentors they've had yeah, so it's like our oh, mother Teresa and Carl Jung and like um, Muhammad Ali, Ali. <laughs> and all these different people who tried to coach me, and they're all George up. Orwell. George Orwell, yeah, <laughs> just but they're all things that like kids wouldn't get any of that, but they're, they're pretty. No. They're all so funny, um, and then yeah, it's it, it is the the point of the film is like a a soul that doesn't want to live being taught why life is worth living, yeah, which is such a deep like concept for a, what is essentially a kids film. It's just like. <laughs> but like, it just blows my mind. It's Pixar. They just they yeah. can do that at this point. It's just they they can do it. Um, and this but also me, it's one of this this fascinating part of it is when they talk about uh, she's like I don't have a purpose. I'm not worth it. Like it's, I don't have a spark. I don't. And you're just sort of listening to somebody sort of say all these things about herself, and she's like, I'm not. We've got no purpose. There's there's no point. There's nothing. There's no need for me to be here there's no need for this so just i should just go away and it just breaks your heart to see it because it happens with joe as well and you sort of see uh there's this amazing scene when they sort of like go through like this uh like the gallery of these people yeah and you like see the, the people museum of your life or whatever isn't it yeah yeah and it, you just sort of there's like this heart-rending moments that are within there that really really pull at the heartstrings and really powerfully sort of dictate the, the the character's emotions at that point without dumping a shit ton of exposition on you you know yeah because it's so easy to be like oh, oh this is how i feel and they show that in a really clever way when they get into the when we're introduced to graham norton's character yeah about lost souls and stuff like that and you go Huh. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's another one of those go. They go right. Here's what a lost soul looks like, and then then the, the concept of the zone. 
I loved. Yeah. I loved that was an amazing idea. It was like, well, you know that idea, you know, when you're like, you're doing something that you really love and you find, you think you're just in the zone and you sort of, that's, that's here. This is the zone is it, it as a concept, like material. I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's yeah. such a cool idea. <laughs> like, like exists in, well, exists between the physical, physical and the spiritual space. and the spiritual realms. Yeah. There is this place called the zone where things can cross over. It's like, yeah, like that's that's really cool. But then just again, there are things where you know, the whole point of the the whole thing is you know trying to find a spark, and you know, and, she, and they equate the the spark to having a purpose in life. And yeah, but then that's like they've interpreted that and they've they've assumed that, but that's not necessarily what it is. And then it, we never get the full answer to the whole thing. No, they just, you know, we, we just get you know, no, your spark isn't your purpose. And then that's it. And then you're left to like ponder it on your own. Again, if it was more of a kids type thing, it would they would just spoon feed it and tell you mm. the answer. But it doesn't. It left it leaves you to ponder it, which is why I feel like yeah, like I say, it's definitely it's like the grown ups inside out. It's the yeah. To a but also, extent. it, it teaches you a similar complete. lesson to like Toy Story as well. Like the original Toy Story was that like how Woody felt about things, mm. you know. And he's just like he—he's like you're a toy. That's what you do. And then increasingly throughout that se- the the series, you just sort of go, okay, these guys are all learning big lessons here. Like, you know, where you start isn't where you need to finish. It's where you end up. Yeah. You know, where you finish is where you finish. That's you. Now you choose your path in life. You get to where you want to be and where you need to be. And that's something that this film deals with in a really clever way because you look at how Joe's singular focus in life is, is to make it big. And there are things that he's like, there was a lesson that was, or, or something that happens in this film that was demonstrated. And I was like, that's the message of the film. It's very early. And I, I get it. And you're like, right. Okay, cool. I get it. And I, that's the message. Yeah. But it never goes back to it. It doesn't really go back to it in a way that sort of would make you, um, I don't know, it doesn't, like you say, it doesn't spoon feed you with anything. It doesn't sort of say, now this is what this means and this is what this means. There are so many different parts of this that are open to interpretation because it addresses that freedom that you have within the film and equates that to the freedom that 22 and Joe get to or feel as they're progressing and it's about accepting that you know you might not have a thing yeah and just and also just you know? the, the the you thing might not go for a walk i just love the the you know again you get these like the perfect sort of microcosm of the whole philosophy i guess is like that there's that bit and it's kind of near the back end but they're, they're what a character sort of tells joe this riddle mm. about fish in the ocean yeah and that's that's another example where she just says it, and then leaves, and then just sort of drops the mic and walks off. Yeah, and it leaves you to ponder it because he's, he's sort of questioning, like, well, this is the thing I've been after, and I thought that everything would change when this happened. And I that's such a I know that feeling. Like I've had that feeling so many times. Like you know, when you graduate and you get handed your diploma, and you think, oh, well, surely like all the fireworks go off and everything changes, and I suddenly become a lot smarter. I don't know. Nope. Like, no. you know, it, yeah. and like, there are so many times in your life when things happen you think that you're going to feel different because yeah. you've been looking at you've been striving towards forever and no you're yeah. still the same person you've just achieved something yeah it's, it's, it's like, the um 
Uh, oh god, I'm trying to. I'm struggling to think of it now. This the end of the. They get to the end of the film, and they're like, "Now what?" Yeah. And the yeah. film ends. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like that. Um, and again, that's a very grown-up concept to sort of be thinking about and dealing with. But they don't. Mm-hmm. There's no easy answer to it because that's the, no. the. You know, it's a. It's something that we all deal with. You know, on a regular basis, and it's just part of life. And it's yeah. like, Pixar aren't going to preach to you and tell you what the answer to life is. They're very smart, but they're not that smart. <laughs> yeah. Like there is, and, and that's one of the things that they're saying is that, you know, there isn't really an answer. No. You know, what, what's, what's Joe's answer isn't 22's answer. No. And what's to say that Joe's answer is, is any more or less relevant than 22's is anyway. Yeah. You know, so what? You know, maybe she does want to, you know, do this all the time. Maybe he, maybe piano is his thing maybe that's the only thing in his life that he wants and needs you know there are people that are telling him throughout that because they're concerned for him and because yeah. like his mother especially is i love that whole is, all that stuff with his mother and the, and that conversation they have is great mm. again it's such a it's such a properly like dramatic emotional scene and it's in a you know animated film and it's it's so brilliantly done i love it it's so good but principally, well, yeah, that's actually that was a spoiler. Bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to say someone else. <laughs> uh, that was a fairly whacking great spoiler. But um, but no, but it never. There's so much in this that doesn't really feel like massive spoilers. No, it's hard to spoil because I mean, everything happens so organically, and I, I don't want to spoil anything. But and I don't want to sort of lean in too much about other things. It's something that. I kind of want people to sort of dis- like the readers to be able to discover if you're, you know, if you're listening to give this, uh, you know, is this worth my time? Absolutely. Um, For a start. Fucking yes. Like a hundred percent. You should go and see this film. You should watch this film or, you know, even if you're getting Disney Plus for one month on a free trial or pay 10 pounds for it. Like, uh, if, you, if you haven't cancelled yet because the Mandalorian did last week. <laughs> <laughs> Then just do the do this, then cancel it, and put it back on for when the Mandalorian. Well, no, because Wonder Vision's back in January. Well, Wonder Vision's on in January, and then yeah, we've got sort of thing. Falcon and Winter Soldier and that sort of stuff. And yeah. they're putting out like tons more sort of Marvel and Disney content that are coming up. So anyone that sort of exists within that similar wheelhouse to us, mm-hmm. then yeah, I mean, you should have this. If not, it's the entire back catalogue of Disney at your fingertips. So even if you get it for a month make sure that this is like high on your list yeah and just, and yeah i mean pixar because i was reminded again because um here in the uk again one of the big christmas day films that was on was coco um oh, I, okay I didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing but i caught a bit of that and that that's another one that is like i feel like that coco gets overlooked but coco is definitely in the upper tier of in, of um pixar films for me and i feel mm. like soul is going to be up there as well and it's one of the ones that i just I still haven't seen it, and I keep meaning to. Have you not seen not... Coco? No, still oh, haven't got right. it. I'll see out. But um, it's one of those ones that I've I can only ever hear and sort of understand that there's so much amazing heart and excuse the pun soul uh, to it. Yeah. But it's. I don't know. It's sort of one that I always forget is there. I think it's often because of the nostalgia I might feel for some of these other ones as well. Sure. So I'll often sort of be like, Oh, put an easy one on because you know, Pixar films for me are 
like flagship cinema now you know it used to be marvel and then marvel became sort of like two films a year and then three films a year and then you know a, a tv series tie-in and a film and a tv or two films and a tv tie-in a year and you sort of you're like okay that's cool like i can go with that but it's it's diluting. drawn it back a little bit yeah, yeah it's, it's diluted it's, it's it it's making bit. it less special um and that's kind of yeah a similar situation happened with star wars um they've kind of dialed that back a bit but we could we'll end up in that same situation again i, I fear going forward but we'll see um but like yeah i know what you mean like pixar are still they're still special they're still you know momentum. Like yeah this year should have been onward and soul um i feel that onward and soul like as sort of companion pieces to one another are like the best of what pixar can do because onward is a lot more it's an, just you know the the setting and the and the concept is a backdrop for what they're doing um yeah for you know for just a, a standard family story that they do and that's the same as like the other ones they've done things like um brave um and and cars and a few of the other ones uh, where they they have their messages and they have their points, but it's just dressed in a unique way. Yeah, it's, it looks amazing. It's dressed in a unique way. Whereas the things like this, whereas you know, I think Inside Out, Coco, and Soul, the concept is the point. Yeah, you know what I mean. The that everything, the whole point of the, the entire narrative is driven by this central concept that they've got, mm. um, which is what if you know, what if there was little people inside your brain that were all the different emotions? What if there was a place where souls were made? And that whole yeah. plot revolves around that idea. And personally, I prefer that second one. These ones we're talking about now. These are the these are the Pixar films that are really like, really, I love properly. Yeah. Love. So like allegorical. Yeah. Of. And or like Wall-E is another one. I think Wall-E is still up there as one of my favourites. Um, yeah. Because again, it's just the concept. What if a little robot was left to clean up the world after all the humans left? Yeah. And that's it. And that's your whole point really and the whole the whole film yeah. revolves around that idea then it you know and extrapolates from that point um and that yeah this is another one of those it definitely goes in that top tier for me um and i'm definitely yeah. gonna i can't wait to watch it again and, and analyze it more and pick it apart and yeah i love it, I thought it was oh god yeah, like i'm gonna come back to this film again probably this week maybe no, um not, not before you watch coco watch coco first <laughs> well Stop yeah off. i think well, it's it's one of those things where it's going to be like, uh, right, I make specific time to sit down like I do, like flagship release on this one. I don't know why I missed Coco in the past, but yeah, um, yeah it's always been um, like held up as like pinnacle yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, it is. And there, there are, thinking about it as well, there are quite a lot of amount, there's a decent amount of crossover because it also deals with the afterlife. Yeah. And what you know, what happens after you die, and it's a completely different concept. It doesn't like feed into soul in any way or anything like that, because that's the other thing that's great about Pixar is that every they reinvent themselves every movie almost. Um, obviously, with the exceptions of like the franchise, the Toy Stories, and the Cars, um, mm. everything else is just standalone, and they, it has a whole concept and a whole right. This is how everything works in this universe. In Coco, this is what happens after you die. In Soul, this is what happens, and they're completely unrelated. Yeah, to do with one another, but it fits that the message they're trying to tell, and the, and, and the, I like that. I like that there's a separation in there. There's a difference between one to the next, you know. Yeah, because I don't. I dislike the 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 the, the forced multiverse or the forced. It makes it all feel small. It makes it all feel less than it's than it should be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it, it's one of the things I love about Pixar so much is that you go. 
what am I looking at here? Talk, talking fish. Okay. And are the talking fish in the same world as the, the robot? No. Good. Okay. And is the talking fish in the same world that the talking toys are? No. Good. Okay. And then, and it's like everything's separate. So you don't have, there's no backloading. No. You can go in completely fresh to all of this. But then you get all your, like, your nice little visual, um, like, uh, easter eggs they put in there and i'm sure yeah. again that's something else that going going back and watching it again there has to be a pizza planet truck somewhere in this film because a lot of oh, it like you, you have these um didn't they say of, they were going to retire that though i don't know i thought oh, i don't know i just feel like surely given the fact that there's a lot of scenes set in in like the new york a bustling new york city which <clears> is again an amazing achievement of um animation just the amount of detail and the amount of moving pieces that are going on in any particular frame to think that everything was created on a computer is just it blows my mind the same with the stuff like um into the spider-verse where they do those cityscapes um, yeah but there has to be somewhere in one of the background there has to be a piece of planet truck that drives past but i just like why would you not there's got to be yeah there'll, there'll yeah. be something it'll be in a window or yeah that will be something um, it's the ball as well that's the other thing isn't it Oh uh, yeah. yeah, the ball, Lux- the, Luxo the, ball. Yeah, it's the ball with the star on it, or whatever. And then I, yeah. I like sometimes they, I would have thought they make it really obvious, like it's the ball that the um the cat is playing with or something. But no, they're not doing that. No, but it, and, it, and it'll be there in somewhere, and say we'll like room whatever it's called, four hundred eight or whatever it is, a four hundred eight or whatever it's called. But um, but yeah, so that and that sort of stuff exists within it, and that's perfect. And you might may well see. Well, there's the teaser, isn't there? Yeah. There's always the teaser. So whatever's in the present Pixar film is a tiny little preview or teaser of what's coming next, as well as thumb, uh, as well as like Easter eggs in there. So like Brave, for example, there's a wood carving of Mike and uh, Sully from Monsters, Inc. Because that was coming out ahead of Monsters University. Yeah. And Nemo was in a poster in Toy Story 2 or 3. Um, and then the ball is, uh, the Luxo ball is being is in Boo's room in Monsters, Inc. And Isn't stuff there like, like that. There's, a, there's a little boy reading a um, incredible, Mr. Incredible comic in the um, waiting room of the dentist and finding yes. Nemo. Yeah. Little things like that. I, yeah, I love it. I love it. But yeah, I'm sure, again, these are the things that people are going to start picking apart. And within a couple of days now, I'm sure there'll be some sort of YouTube video analysing all the, oh, yeah, all the Pixar... Um, yeah, all the all the Pixar Easter eggs in Seoul. Um, but yeah, God, this is yeah, this is such a good. They've nailed it with this one. Um, it is amazing. It's, it's such a beautifully well made. Like one of the one of the metaphors in there of you know mental health is so amazingly dealt with as well. So cleverly done, yeah. and yeah. so interestingly oh. shown because it's 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 almost a lesson for parents not to cipher, not to sort of force their children into things because you know I've was saying to my girlfriend about it. I mean, you know, I a friend of mine from school it was one of the most talented musicians i've ever met in my entire life yeah and he was extraordinary at 14 he was playing flight of the bumblebee on the piano and um it's it was sad to see the fact that he hated it really and he hated it because his parents just were relentless with him about it and they were like like you have to be good at school but as soon as you're home from school, the first thing you focus on is two hours of like it was. I think it was an hour or two hours, an hour a night of piano and two hours a day on the weekends. Wow. And he hated it. 
and he absolutely resented it and it's it's similar to it's not the actual message that exists within this but it's it's something that you can see in the way that 22 is constantly being told that she needs a thing and they're like what's your spark and what's this and you know and it's it's not until you try these things that or you're in amongst it and or anything like that that you sort of really learn where to go and i think that's this the 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 obvious but also subtly laid in message because it doesn't force that there's nobody going this was my Mm. this was my epiphany whilst clutching their fist and sort of dropping to one knee yeah that's the smartest thing it does i think is that it, it doesn't it denies you that it doesn't go oh and and then it find out it turns out her thing was also music and that's why they got and like i feel like in yeah in a lesser film that's that's what they would have done it would have yeah. been oh yeah it, it, she finally found a bond with this guy because it turns out her whole thing was all about teaching also music also music or it was about teaching kids and she's never had a teacher come and speak to her before or anything like that but it's like no we're not it's not that simple um, we're talking yeah. about souls and, and your purpose, you know, your purpose in life versus your spark, the thing that gets you up in the morning, which is not the same yeah. thing. And it's, yeah, like it's your really purpose abstract. isn't dictated by who you are. Yeah, your purpose is not the same as your passion. It's like, that's not necessarily, and yeah, you start to, having these conversations where she goes and like the barber conversation is brilliant. I yeah. love that whole thing where it's like, well, I wanted to be a vet, but I couldn't because sometimes life doesn't work out that way. So I had to do something different and now I do this and I'm happy. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I never, I never thought about it like that. I guess such a like grown up conversation. just like, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's so good. And that guy was the guy who um, uh, pointed out that Peter Parker, uh, Spider-Man stole Peter Parker's pizza as well. Spider-Man. Yeah. Hey, you stole that guy's pizza. Is that guy. Amazing. So now that's part of the multiverse. Of course he's. He's confirmed for Spider-Man 3. Of course he is. All of them are. Everyone, Everyone is. is. I'm confirmed yeah. for Spider-Man 3. I'm, I've, I've been, I've got three different roles. Are you? So, I mean, I am, I will, and I'm not. So, conceptually. Yeah. I'm playing Aunt May. Yeah. <laughs> and Uncle and, uh, It's very weird. <laughs> but it's, um... Yeah, anyway, I think we're getting past the point here, but uh, Soul's fucking brilliant. Soul's you brilliant. definitely see it. Um, and it's probably uh, definitely up there as one of the... Like, I know I sort of said at the start I didn't think it was, but the more I've spoken about it, I'm like, yeah, actually, it is fucking brilliant. I think, yeah, it's definitely top tier for me. I think it's much like... And we talked about it earlier on. I really did enjoy um, Onward, and I thought it was great. I think this is better um this is like i say much more conceptual much more interesting there's just more to unpack with this um yeah yeah, the relationship with the brothers in uh, onward was and the performances of uh chris pratt and um tom holland uh, tom holland uh are spectacular and the fact that they can emote that in a way and make that fantasy real and relevant almost and sort of give you (laughs) the sort of way that you can go, oh, this fucking, this works and it's beautiful and it made me cry because, you know, I have brothers and, uh, yeah, like the bond with brothers is different than it is with other things, you know? And um, Yeah, that, that was Pixar's film about brotherly love and grieving for a father. So they were dealing with some, even in their stuff that isn't that conceptual, they're always dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Like, yeah, you know I mean? exactly. They're always, like, they're always pushing it, even in their, um, in what I would consider to be the, the, 
the more uh, standard, if you like, the more you know straightforward of their films, like Onward, and then they get films like this and Inside Out, where it gets real deep and some real abstract concepts going on. Um, yeah. But which for me is where they're at their best. Um, but I understand that's not necessarily everyone's taste, but for me that's what it is. Um, so yeah, Soul is great. I think even if this had been a normal year and everything had come out the way it was supposed to, I still think this would be talked about as up there as you know in the, in the top ten somewhere. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, yeah, it's a hard call to make because we God knows what would have happened. Um, <laughs> well, we would have had a lot more other films, but there would have been a lot um, more movies. I'm just trying to think what you know what we missed out on, but this is yeah, this is still phenomenal. But yeah, for this year has been improved for us having this. Absolutely. Um, and they made the right in terms of the release. I think they definitely made the right call, um, not charging people for it, putting it out when they put it out. I think it's a night is a good film to watch, you know, over Christmas. Um, and it's and it's going to reach a lot more people, and a lot of people are going to see it, um, which is great. Uh, I'm glad I'm really yeah. happy that they they just chose they basically they've looked, they made a loss on it, really, if you think about it, because they're putting yeah. it out on a platform that people have already bought and paid for so it's not making any, it's not going to any cinemas not making any money in the box office whatsoever but they just want people to see it um and that's like inherent with the message of the film as well i think it's, it's a piece of art that people should see um <coughs> yeah i agree and yeah definitely watch it watch it watch it now absolutely go and watch it and if you don't you're a bad person <laughs> yeah um okay cool but yeah, I think it kind of wraps it up, really. Like, I've told the audience that they're awful, and uh, that's again, kind of it. Again, like, you were just, not 10 minutes ago, you were talking about how bad that was, that people were just telling someone off for saying, you're bad, you're, you're awful, you know? You don't yep. have a spark, what's your spark? And now 10 minutes later, you're going, you're wrong if you don't watch this film. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's complicated. It's complicated. It's, uh, the whole world's complicated. What was, it, what was it you hard. said to me the other day? Like, uh, North is white, black is east? Oh yeah, no, yeah. North is white, black is east. Um, nothing means anything anymore. Time has no relevance. Time's got no relevance. You know, we're no. we're existing within some sort of singular cycle. It does uh, feel like sometimes we are in that, that that spiritual realm from from this film, where it's just like there's no everything like the, the, the edge of I I don't even have an outline anymore. I don't know where I end and the, and the sofa begins. <laughs> no, everything's abstract. No. Everything's a concept. Yeah. Exactly. Like going to work is just working. Going to another room in your house, like nothing means anything anymore. I just move through. I sit where exactly where I am now is where I do my work. So yeah, yeah, none of this is any different. It's just a different costume change every day. Yeah, sometimes not even that, mate. I'll be honest. I've (laughs) I've worn the same thing for weeks on end. Who's going to Who's going to notice? Who's going to tell me off? No one. That's exactly your your human flesh suit. Exactly, and I yeah. don't mean your birthday suit. I mean your your actual human flesh suit that none of us know how you got, and we're all quite uncomfortable when you wear it at public events. Well, the, yeah, that, and the, the, also these the, my flesh has started to grow over the tracky bottoms I've been wearing for the, <laughs> for the last nine months. Um, and we're on that beautiful image, we'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next time, readers. Bye, bye.
Oh, I think that was a good one. Yeah, it was good. I fuck, I love yeah. that film. It's fucking wicked. It's so isn't good, it? isn't it? It's so fucking good. That's what I mean. I just, I just love that he never, you know, the the whole point of the movie is to find her spark. She gets it, and we don't know what it is. We never find out. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things. Like I love, I love those sort of things that happen within films where they're like, doesn't matter. Yeah, like, no, doesn't matter. It's like, how's he put it to her at the end? He just shows what he shows as a seaport. It's like you're just good at jazzing. It's literally yeah. just taking joy in the little things of life, and like which yeah. is dismissed as being not a thing. And he but was like, "That's her, just, it, just that's just living. That's just regular living." And so yeah, but that is her spot. That's what get. That's what she loves is just mm. the the taste of pizza and yeah, you know, the feel of the wind and all these things that you all take for granted every day. Yeah, and yeah, and it is this like amazing. I don't know if I'm reading in too much into it, and I didn't want to get sort of too heavily on it in the recording. Mm. but it's when we're talk when you're talking about stuff like you know you sort of start to realize that 22 is in the middle of like a major depressive disorder and you're mm. like oh shit she's this is like a physical uh like manifestation of like numbness and and the emptiness that she feels because she can't feel anything or food doesn't taste the same she doesn't have any enjoyment in things she's not happy you know there's nothing there yeah that's one thing that I, did think was numb, weird, like, numb. I didn't want to bring out, but it's weird. Like in that, the, the hall of everything or whatever, where you can do whatever you want and find your spark, but they have no senses. Yeah. It's like, well, how, how is someone supposed to find out what their spark is if they can't feel anything or taste anything or touch anything? It's just like, that seems a bit odd. Like they don't have any of those sensations. So how do they know they're in love with it? Um, but there you go. I don't know. But that's what I mean. I think it's like, again, sort of conceptually you go, Okay. Yeah. Like that that's sort of like another representation of it. You're like, how do you find that within a world where you do feel empty and numb and where nothing has any validation, meaning or relevance to you? Mm. What is it that makes that click? Yeah. It's actually being out and feeling it. And it's like and it is a case of getting out of your comfort zone, you know, getting out of your little cardboard box and going past a hi hello, my name is stickers that are all up on the wall yeah. that she's collected. Including one that I noticed that says Jack Kirby. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. another moment that needs to be paused and analysed, isn't it? So I'm sure there's going to be loads of like amazing people in there. But uh, yeah, Jack yeah. Kirby's interesting because that it looks like a Jack Kirby world, doesn't it? Yeah, like the drawings and stuff that they've they, that's where they've taken inspiration from. Like, oh, I, I hope they put some stuff out on Disney Plus, like the the making of and the. I hope so. Yeah, behind the scenes stuff because, yeah, fuck. Yeah, it is fucking amazing, and I just sort of. Yeah, I keep thinking about it. And obviously, like you say, it sort of really hits home about that sort of thing where you're like, now what? Yeah, I just love that, because... like, in a, in a, again, in a lesser film, in like a, di- a, in a DreamWorks film or whatever, the whole point would get, we get to the end and he'd play the concert and that, and it would be a big, rousing, cheering moment and then the film would end. That would be it. Or he would play the concert and then they would pull out to reveal that she was also playing the concert. Well, like, no, it'd be like, you know, she, she, we found her spark, everything was fine. He went and played the concert, and then, you know, the, the final scene will be he's a record producer, turns up and gives him, signs him on for a nine, <laughs> oh, 09 picture deal, and he gets everything he ever wanted. The end. It was like, yeah. no, life doesn't work like that. You, you can work your whole life for something, get it, and then turns out, nah, it, it's, it's just a deflated feeling. It's like, fuck. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, this is a kid's film. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
And I think like, and, and, like and, other and, films he, have dealt with that in a way, but like, um, yeah, it's like, if I could just do this one thing, everything's going to be fine. And it's the same thing. Yeah. It's similar actually in a way to, um, onward. Cause he was like, if you, if I just had my dad back, then everything would be great. Yeah. If I could, you could just speak to my dad and then if, if I, if only I had my dad, then I'd be confident and I'd be great and everything would be fine. And then he really, it comes to the end realization that all those things that you want in a father figure he's got in his brother, he just didn't realize. Yeah. Um, fuck me. Pixar are good, aren't they? They are good. <laughs> Because it's stuff like like fucking it made me think about my fucking marriage and stuff, and you're like, yeah. oh Jesus, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, that's what I mean. I do feel you like you sort of yeah, get there and you go, it's for grown ups, mate. It's for grown ups. Okay, what, yeah. what now? Now what? Now what's supposed to? I'm supposed to have like a happily ever? Are my credits coming up now? Or yeah, well that's why well, I felt like that when I first moved in here because I've been, I, yeah. as you know, I've been looking, been trying to get a house and trying to get my own place and been thinking about that for so yeah. long. Moved in, lockdown happened. And I was sat here going. Oh fuck! Now what? Like, yeah. And it's exactly that exact thing, isn't it? And so yeah, there's that. There's I remember yeah the graduating a uni and get my uh, the guy handed me the degree and I was even like, oh is that it? Oh. <laughs> I don't say three yeah. years, but oh okay. <laughs> Again, well it's not three years, is it? Because you think about it, it's all the time you did at um, secondary school to get to uni in the first place, and then you finally get to yeah. uni. Then then you find, like each thing you each step you go well it'll be different once I get there. Yeah. Like when I was going to Australia, I saved up for years to get the money to get the ticket to go to Australia. And I finally got there and I'm like, oh, just, well, they've got every, all the same shit they've got at home. It's just, it's hotter. <laughs> <laughs> it's hotter and more expensive. It's hotter and fuck me, it's expensive in Perth, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, like, I'd sort of, I don't know. My kids don't, I... get, kids don't get that. <laughs> No, but it's it's it gives them insight into sort of seeing when that's inevitably going to happen to them. I guess so. Yeah, but I don't. Like, there are things like that that are like concepts that grown ups will grasp watching it, whereas the kids will just be funny. Like they'll find the the characters look funny and Graham Norton's yeah. funny, and and the cat is funny because like when he when he gets into the little pool of light and then just immediately has to fall asleep. Yeah, because the, this light coming through the window. Oh, I'm so sleepy. And that's it. Uh, there's the bit where um, he takes his glasses off in the lift. Oh yeah. And he just or, or twenty two takes takes the glasses off in the lift, and uh, yeah, he immediately starts chasing the little like yeah, the, yeah. The, the reflection. The reflection. You know, you're like, like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Oh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and it's like, the, but then there's also like the point where you're like, this is a really heavy-handed message. That he's like, oh, he's going to realise that the 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 drummer in his band is his reason for being alive because he got inspired by him or whatever. So because he's like, the... you're the you're the only reason I came to school, and you're this, and you're this, and this, yeah. this, this, and like he ignores all of those things because he's so singularly focused on his message. Yeah. And the same with the um, the barber. Like he goes, how come we never talked about your life? It's like you never asked. You never asked. Yeah, it's, like, it's self- good to it's... talk to you about something that's not just music. Yeah, yeah, self-absorbed piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. It makes me oh fuck, and again, like, and then you go it, oh well. They... When his soul got passed through, yeah. like maybe he went through the self-absorbed thing, or maybe he went through the focus thing, or maybe, you know, yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah. It's great. It's, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> oh, it is fucking awesome. Yeah. I just, yeah, and the, the other thing we didn't talk about, I thought we should have done actually, is the music and the sound design. I love yeah. all the music all the music in the in the in um 
in the soul world it was all like this synthy sort of like almost like video game-ish like yeah do, 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 and then back in the in the real world they did you know jazz yeah and it's, and the, and it because jazz is is offbeat it's the and like the uh, the you know the uh, cliche of it's no not played and it's all like it's not yeah. as synth, like synthy and like and precise is like what the what the soul world is and then back in the real world it's more chaotic because that's what life is like yeah it's like oh, fuck me i love this film it's so good <laughs> it's so good and it's like, like saying about like how uh but also it's like the metaphor of the, that that film couldn't have been about anything other than jazz because of the improvisational sort of part yeah. facet of jazz yeah because it is you're like you know a lot of the times when people are playing jazz they don't know where they're going to start they just start with a beat or they start yeah. with a you know or, or with some sort of riff and then they build it out from there and then they go on as long as they need to and you realize that metaphor plays a lot more heavier within the film because they're like, oh, well, what are we going to do here? Are we going to get pizza? Are we going to get gy- uh, gy- uh, gyros? Oh, you mean gyros? And like, I, actually, oh, I, met- I actually had this out with Socrates. Oops. Yes. <laughs> oh, I miss that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, again, like, you just go, that's fucking brilliant because yeah. that's just another, it's just another quick joke that serves nothing else to the plot other than having fun and demonstrating how hard work 22 is yeah but well, I know they got they only got as far as 22 souls before they got to one they couldn't figure out yeah the first 21 but, souls were a piece of cake and then the 22nd soul we ever ever came out of life or whatever you know whatever's producing these souls was yeah. just, just we got stuck on it yeah <laughs> and they just go oh oh well, let's just pass her on to somebody else and pass her on to somebody else. <laughs> just the point where Richard Aliwada has to go and get her. It's like, no, come here. No, you, you have to go. I have to give it a try. At least try it. Yeah. <laughs> like here, just the, the, them fighting downstairs or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then was it when she, like, he, throw, he throws her out and she just like becomes a big like, melty thing on his face. He's like, I'm going to make you wish you never died. <laughs> Richard Aliwada, yeah. most, most people will wish that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. Oh, just when they um they get Terry, they're like, oh, what about Terry? Oh, it's all right. We're gonna sort him out about the count. Terry, look at that over there. And he's like, what? <laughs> Nothing. And that's it. That's how they got around the whole plot point of him. Like, oh, the count's off. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> also, one of my favourite parts is when they say about um, like, and uh, well done, Terry. Here's your. <laughs> We're here to present you the, the trophy that, that you, you asked, asked us for. to give you. Yeah, I was like, "Yes, I did ask you to give it, give it to me, but it is very much deserved." Yeah, for helping us with our negligence and. <laughs> but again, like they don't have, like an emotional reaction to that because they are one-dimensional characters. Yeah. Again, like it's just you're just like, "Fuck, this film's so good." Yeah. <laughs> also, I think we should probably add this as a post spoiler attack. <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 